Oh, I was just like totally confused about why I'm even on this tangent. But now I remember I was telling you, this is an episode called how to look pro team on stage. We're not going to talk about clothing. That's not advice you want to get from me. And let's get into it because this advice is going to be really good for you to give your guest presenters. And it's going to be really good for advice if you're going to go present on somebody else's stage. And it's going to be really good advice if you're going to go present on your own stage, which of course you are. Otherwise, you would not be hanging out with me at this moment. How are entrepreneurs like us daring bravely to build a stage, ditch the sweatpants, and step up to the mic? How do we create our own transformative events? So we can get our message out into the world in a bigger way that's not only profitable, but it's actually something we can be proud of. That's the question. And the answers are inside this podcast. My name is Sarah Pfeiffer. Welcome to Green Room Central. Today, we're going to talk about how to look pro team on stage. And it is a very exciting day because this is episode 50 of the Green Room Central podcast. It feels like a huge accomplishment and that I need to celebrate and integrate this win, just like we all need to celebrate and integrate more wins, right? (laughs) I'm just excited. 50 feels like a big number. So big compared to where I started just a year ago. Anywho, today we're talking about how to look pro team on stage. And this isn't going to be a conversation about (laughs) what to wear. Oh my goodness, I would not be the person to come to for that. It would all be like, let's go to Lululemon and pick out something that's comfy, (laughs) right? When I was in college, I spent a semester rowing on the crew team. And super, super cool sport, like team sport. Um, Like, pretty excited about that. It also was very good for my back, like comfy for me to be able to do that type of exercise. And since we're on a tangent right now, I am like lusting after the new Peloton rowing machine and will get that someday soon. I am so excited. But I digress. We're we're talking about, the reason why I was talking about being on the crew team is because we would we had this joke. I don't know if it was a joke, uh, but at the end of practice, especially when it was a day when it was really cold, which is probably all of them. I mean, we're up at like, we're on the river at like five in the morning in St. Paul, Minnesota in the fall. So it's cold and it's wet. And like the sun isn't even up yet. It's, this is, just just like terrible conditions. (laughs) And so we would just be wanting to feel cozy, but needing to go back to the dorms and get ready for school because we're in college. And we would say like, oh, today, it was an especially bad one. We would like weather-wise, we would say, oh my gosh, today is a comfort priority day. Now, I kind of believe that that is my mantra every day. Uh, Just... (laughs) Just so I'm being honest here, but my the place where I went to college, the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul, Minnesota, people did like dress a little bit nicer for class. I probably wasn't one of them, but I definitely latched on to this idea of today's a comfort priority day. 
<laughs> and oh, I was just like totally confused about why I'm even on this tangent. But now I remember I was telling you, this is an episode called How to Look Pro Team on Stage. And we're not going to talk about clothing. That's not advice you want to get from me. And let's get into it because this advice is going to be really good for you to give your guest presenters. And it's going to be really good for advice if you're going to go present on somebody else's stage. And it's going to be really good advice if you're going to go present on your own stage, which of course you are. Otherwise, you would not be hanging out with me at this moment. So listen up. Number one, number one's my favorite. Like This is going to endear you to so many people who hold your success in their hands. I want you to show up to the event with a flash drive in your hand. And before you say, Sarah, that's so old school, listen up. The flash drive, the reason why you want to have a flash drive is just so that you are prepared, okay? And if if you can put this into a Dropbox in advance, all the things I'm going to tell you to have on this flash drive, even better. Your, your event team would love for you to have it there two weeks in advance. But we all live in the real world and know that that doesn't happen all the time. But if you can have all these assets in a Dropbox, excellent. And I also want you to have them on a flash drive. And I want you to have that flash drive with you. And here's what I want on it. I want you to have your presentation on the flash drive. I bet you saw that one coming. But you know what I also want you to have on that flash drive? You probably didn't see coming. Your brand font files. So you're going to use fancy on-brand fonts in your presentation. And then you're going to go hand off the presentation and someone's going to put it on their computer and run it from the back of the room and play it on the screens for your event. And that computer likely is not going to have your brand fonts loaded. But the person sitting there running it for you will know that this is a thing. And if you have them sitting there so they can just install them super quick, then your presentation looks beautiful. I was an event at an event recently and the one of the presenters handed me their presentation and I brought it up and took a look and it looked really kind of um, uh, simplistic, uh, not fancy, <laughs> when if you're just looking at the font. And I said, is this, is this correct? Like, is this in your brand font? Because it doesn't look to me to be like your brand font because uh, I was aware of this person's brand and they said, Oh no, I just, I figured you wouldn't have them. So I just use something like generic. And I want to empower you to look fancy and well put together and use your brand fonts. And so on that flash drive with your presentation, I also want you to have your brand font files. And third thing on that flash drive, I want you to have your walk-on song. And bonus points, if you name that song, to say, to re rename it, the file, to say start at and then give like the the minute or seconds mark. Because we all know that you have a favorite song that you want to walk on to. And that there's a, 
your favorite part, like it's called the stinger, that you want to walk onto. Have you ever been on Instagram and you're making a reel and you go to choose the music and there's a slider at the bottom that has like a colored, pink colored box that goes around it when you're like hovering over the start of like the the really good part of the song, the high energy piece, like that's called the stinger. And so if you have a particular spot like that, then put that that song file on your flash drive and and call out at what minute or second that you want the song brought onto. Like it's a it's possible. Um, we just need to empower people with what we want in order for them to help us make it happen. And then the last thing is any videos that you want played during your presentation. So that could be your, maybe you have a sizzle reel that you walk onto. uh, And so you want to have that video in there. Maybe you're going to call for a video to be played during your presentation. Have that in there. Don't don't put them inside your presentation. That never looks good and is always risky. So keep those files separate. Call for your tech team to play them for you. And they will. (laughs) So back to that flash drive and Dropbox. I want you to have your presentation, your brand font files, your walk-on song, and any videos that you're going to call for. You got this. It's going to look it's going to make you look so good because everything that the tech team needs to support you or even if it's your team everything is going to be right there. So be prepared in advance and have that ready and know that many of the things on that list are things that you're going to use over and over and over and over again. So you're going to get this set up once. And then you're going to look real good every presentation after that. You're just putting a new deck in, maybe a new video. Okay. All right. Second, this is so simple, but uh, it happens still. So I'm going to just, I'm going to say it. Don't wear a name badge on stage. There should be a stage manager calling it out. But if not, take that lanyard off. It doesn't sound good bumping into a microphone. It doesn't look good on video afterwards. It's very distracting to guests in the audience. I really don't care how big or small the audience is. If there are name badges for that event and you're wearing one, take it off before you go up to speak. Please, like, promise, like, raise your right hand right now and say, Sarah... Repeat after me, Sarah, I promise not to wear a name badge on stage. (laughs) Excellent. Okay. Now, number three, know what stage, side of the stage that you're walking on to and walking off of. Get clear on that. Even if it's a small room, even if there isn't a physical stage, I want you to envision the process before you go up there of where am I coming up? And where am I leaving? Because when you're when you're in the heat of the moment and you're very excited about what's happening, what you're going to talk about, it's easy to forget. And so take a beat before you go up and envision the process of you walking up and you leaving. And if there's a stage manager, ask them 
what state, what side do you want people coming on to and what side do you want people coming off of? It, it just, it doesn't look pro team when you don't know what's going on. And to that point, I would just underline if there's rehearsal time available, show up. I was uh, watching a video of Oprah on Instagram and gosh, I think it was last year she was doing a concert, like, like a shout out before a concert. Uh, it's, it was an outdoor concert by a big name. Oh, it was Adele. And she was going through the rehearsal and afterwards she was walking like down the gravel road to her, you know, wherever she was, like her car to leave. And she was talking to the camera and saying, I never miss a rehearsal. I, I know how to talk into a microphone. I know how to look into a teleprompter. But I, and then she recited some story of where she showed up to something and someone big just made a flub on on camera and they hadn't shown up to the rehearsal. And so they made this mistake that made them look silly and and you know, not as smart as they really are. And it was just because they didn't show up to rehearsal. And she said, ever since I saw that, I committed to myself, I show up to rehearsals. I mean, I've done this a million times, but I'm still going to show up so that when it's time to show up and the camera's on, the lights are on, the guests are in their chairs, that I look like I know what I'm doing. And, oh, it just really resonated for me that she said that it's still important to her. I'm pretty sure it was that was 2021. Um, <laughs> she's been at this for a really long time. She's very experienced. And that's what her position is on rehearsals, is to show up for them. So I just thought that was awesome. And that's what one of the things you'll iron out when you go to rehearsal. The fourth thing to talk about is know who's introducing you and if they need information on how to introduce you just make sure that they're empowered with that information that they need whether that's a short bio maybe that is again a sizzle reel video or just just know who's introducing you making sure that they have the information that they need and how they're introducing you so you kind of can gauge when is the right time to come on. And number five is I want you to know if someone will come on stage to thank you, shake your hand, high five, elbow bump, whatever it is after your presentation. It's important to know, do I stay put? wait for the applause, someone's going to come on and we're going to shake hands and banter for a bit and then I'm going to walk off. Or when I'm done, I I exit stage left and that's it. So it's really important because I, it's, it's important to end strong. And it's hard to do that when you don't know what the plan is. <laughs> so figure out the plan in advance. And then it doesn't look awkward on stage. Um, I just, 
I'm just allergic to things looking awkward on stage. And so if we can iron some of these little details out in advance, then we don't have those awkward moments and everything feels really organic and natural and, um, and good to the guests. And number six is knowing what stuff you need and where it is. So what I mean is, do you need a clicker to advance slides? Do you need water to drink? And what would you like to drink it out of? Where will that be? Do you need tissues? Do you need a prop? So what are the things, like tangible, touch and feel stuff that you're going to need at hand? And will there be a high boy table nearby that you can set them on? And when will you do that to make sure that it's there and available for you while you're on stage? Because I don't like for you to have to be derailed in the middle of your uh, your training to or an exciting part of your presentation to have to go like, ask for something that you like could have planned for in advance. Now, that's not to say that if you need something in the middle to not like ask for it because 100% do that. I love it when presenters, it looks so good. It looks so pro team when a presenter is on stage and they need something, something's not right. And they just call it out. They go back to episode 49. when we talked about writing down the names of all the people that are supporting you. You can call out your, your producer in the back of the room by name and say, so-and-so I need uh, I need to go back a slide, but the clicker's not working. Can you help with that? Or um, so-and-so, I am feeling so darn thirsty and I already drank all my water. Can you bring up some more? Thank you. Just, um, it looks, trust me, I, I've sat and watched so many people present on stage and the ones that look the best, the ones that are pro team, they are so confident to speak to the team who's helping support them and ask for what they need in the middle of a presentation. And so I want you to do that too. Let's make that number seven on the list. (laughs) Ask for what you need. That looks pro team. It really does. To just not let something going wrong or something that you forgot, like, or just that you're thinking of in the moment that would just add to the experience um, to not let it fluster you and just ask for what you need. It, I think people feel a little bit uh, different and awkward when they're in front, they're, you know, they're wearing a microphone or holding them in front of a stage and they just act a little different and feel like things have to be more formal. And it's just not true. I, I, I think ask for what you need. That looks pro team and be confident about it and not angry (laughs) and just, yeah, excited to get the help that you need. Well, I hope these seven things have proved to be exceptionally helpful for you. And I know that doing these will make you look 
pro team on stage. And when you implement these with your guest speakers, it will look pro team. So save this one. Definitely. Like, I hope you were taking notes. If not, go back and listen, write the stuff down or go to greenroomcentral.com and like print out the transcript and highlight and underline. Um, this is, this is like table stakes for running an event and feeling confident while you're in front of a group. This is going to help so much. I'm glad we could hang out together today. Take care. Thank you for listening to episode 50. (laughs) Hip, hip, hooray of the Green Room Central podcast. If you loved episode 50, then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it to Instagram and be sure to tag at Sarah Pfeiffer and let me know why you liked it and what you'd like to hear or who you'd like to hear from in the future. That'll help me know what to create for you. If right now you're thinking, Sarah, yes, an event is happening, but here's the thing. I have a sizable team who can make this happen, but we need someone to teach us how. Then go to greenroomcentral.com to book a private workshop. You'll get a customized two-day virtual workshop for your team. During the workshop, everyone will learn a repeatable framework that can be used to start or scale events in your business. You'll then create a roadmap as a team so that everyone leaves the workshop with a shared vision for how to move forward with confidence. This podcast is built on Kajabi. I loved how easy it was to get things set up, but more so I'm thrilled that my entire business is run within one platform from my emails to my pages, to my courses and my podcast too. It's all under one roof. If you love simplicity and scalability as much as I do, then go to greenroomcentral.com to get a free 14-day trial from Kajabi. I appreciate your commitment to leveling up and learning the mindset and strategy of live events. Keep going. Keep learning. If you want more, head over to greenroomcentral.com for show notes and all the links from today's episode.